This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Swelling number of NYC migrants ponder their futures under new 30-day shelter deadline. It's Monday, September 25th, and this is your New York Daily News. Today's forecast calls for a 90% chance of rain, with a high near 63 and a low near 59. Before today's top story, White House creates gun violence prevention office, drawing New York cheers. New York Democrats cheered Friday after the White House established its first-ever Office of Gun Violence Prevention, which is said to be steered by Vice President Kamala Harris. The creation of the office marks the latest example of President Biden's efforts to use executive power to curb crushing gun violence at a time when Republicans in Congress have been resistant to far-reaching reforms. Jermaine Williams, New York City's progressive public advocate, praised the president and called for congressional action. In 2023, gun violence in the U.S. has caused more than 31,000 deaths, more than in 2018 and 2019 combined, according to a tally by the Gun Violence Archive, a nonprofit. But while gun violence is climbing in many places in America, New York City has found success combating the scourge. Shootings are down roughly 26% in the five boroughs this year, according to police department data. The office of Mayor Adams, a Democrat who has been frustrated by Biden's handling of the migrant crisis, did not immediately release a statement Friday on the White House's gun violence office. Adams did not meet with Biden during the president's visit to the city for the United Nations General Assembly. I believe the president has done a great job around public safety, the mayor told WNYW-TV on Wednesday, but he added they disagree on the White House's responsibility to assist the city with asylum seekers. Swelling number of NYC migrants ponder their futures under new 30-day shelter deadline. Venezuelan migrant Ineth Palencia, mother of a three-year-old girl, awoke Saturday morning to an uncertain future. The 24-year-old landed in the Roosevelt Hotel after arriving in New York two months ago and now fears the city's new policy capping stays in shelters for single migrants at 30 days instead of 60 days will somehow leave her on the outside looking in. Valencia noted she was now past the 60-day mark and said she had heard nothing specific about the reduction announced Friday. While migrants with children currently face no deadlines for staying in shelters, city government sources familiar with the issue told the Daily News the administration was pondering limits on families as well. The city was currently home to more than 60,000 migrants, with Mayor Adams announcing a 30-consecutive-day limit Friday for single adults to retain their beds before they must leave the shelters. Those affected by the cap will receive intensified casework services to assist them in finding their own housing, either in New York or elsewhere, the mayor's office said. The Adams administration's plan to cut the length of stay in half drew a sharp rebuke Saturday from the Legal Aid Society and the Coalition for the Homeless. 
The number of arriving migrants continues to swell every week, with Adams saying the new 30-day policy was needed to free up shelter space to handle the growing influx. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. AOC calls on NJ Senator Bob Menendez to resign while leading Dems leave it up to him. New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called on New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez to resign as other leading Democrats on Sunday pulled their punches against their freshly indicted colleague, saying any decision for him to quit was not up to them. Democrat Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois and Representative James Clyburn of South Carolina said the decision to resign should come from Menendez and his New Jersey colleagues and constituents. Menendez, an influential three-term senator from New Jersey, was indicted Friday and accused of taking gold bars, luxury gifts, trips, and cash in exchange for secretly aiding the Egyptian government. Menendez has denied the accusations and said he would not resign from Congress, although he quit his post as chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Clyburn also declined to call for Menendez's resignation, saying on Meet the Press that I'm leaving that up to Democrats in New Jersey, seemingly drawing a comparison to former President Donald Trump, who faces four federal indictments on dozens of felony charges. Clyburn went on to say, we have to compare apples to apples. I don't think you compare a United States senator to the president of the United States. That's a big, big difference, he said. Ocasio-Cortez, meanwhile, said Menendez should resign to maintain the integrity of the seat. The first Democratic senator to call for Menendez to quit his job was Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman. Menendez is entitled to the presumption of innocence under our system, but he is not entitled to continue... Menendez is entitled to the presumption of innocence under our system, but he is not entitled to continue to wield influence over national policy, especially given the serious and specific nature of the allegations, Fetterman said in a statement Saturday. I hope he chooses an honorable exit and focuses on his trial. Democratic Representative Andy Kim of New Jersey said Saturday that he will challenge Menendez for his Senate seat next year, saying, This is not something I expected to do, but I believe New Jersey deserves better. We cannot jeopardize the Senate or compromise our country's integrity, he said. I believe it's time we restore faith in our democracy, and that's why I am stepping up and running for Senate. The three-court indictment, the second lodged against Menendez in eight years, also charges his wife Nadine and accuses three local businessmen of providing gold and lavish gifts as bribes in exchange for official favors. The first federal corruption case against Menendez ended with a jury unable to reach a verdict in 2018. New Jersey's Democratic Governor Phil Murphy and other Democrats in the state's House delegation called on Menendez to quit as well in the wake of the most recent charges. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we will talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.